Tag. Oh, you speak German. <laughs> that's that's good to hear. <laughs> A little bit. Um, yeah, it's it's exciting to see you here on on the screen virtually. Um, but if, as we haven't met each other, um, please introduce yourself first. Uh, so my name is Karen Thamke. I am based out of St. Louis, work in the IT organization, and I am a digital lead working within product supply. Um, but I've had agriculture in my background for many, many, many years. I grew up on a farm, did all of the agriculture things. And so it's, it's, it's in my soul to work within the agriculture, which is why I really love aligning with crop science and Bayer. So Rolf, how about yourself? Oh, thanks for asking. Yeah, so my name is Rolf, Rolf Karner, German name. Um, and uh, yeah, I started my career at Bayer in 2006. And uh, yeah, different uh, locations, different stations in uh, controlling tax. Um, uh, I worked as a CFO in Asia before I came back to Germany in 2018. And here I'm responsible for uh, auditing and uh, I'm responsible for pharma and consumer health uh, commercial audits here and uh, just tell me a little bit um, about um, yourself um, as you were growing up um, on a farm what motivated uh, you to to join Monsanto and then later Bayer um, so in in Missouri um, you know there's several different agriculture opportunities that you could have within Missouri um, I moved to St. Louis shortly after college, and uh, about the, 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 the biggest uh, agriculture company in the Missouri house technically was Monsanto at the time, and so it was kind of a dream to work at Monsanto. Um, I had a little bit of an IT background, but that was not my formal education, So, but I think I had specific skill sets that they were looking for, um, maybe outside of the normal to work in IT, and, and they kind of took a chance on me, and, and it just kind of blossomed. I really enjoyed working there. Oh, okay. And, and on your current position, how long are you in your current position? Tell oh, me. my current position, I've been in here for about eight months, nine months, since August. Okay. IT infrastructure, I would say, is kind of okay. where I got started, uh, but there's a lot about... Uh, communications or business architecture that I would say that I probably enjoy a little bit more than infrastructure, but I do enjoy this role. I've gotten to know more people. I have more opportunities to work with people from Germany. Um, and so I'm really enjoying that level of connection uh, to kind of broaden my, my culture, if you will. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. So um, same from my side. Um, I, I'm also uh, very happy to work in my current position. Um, uh, as I mentioned, auditing, not everybody uh, would say that's the dream position, but I can tell you and, and uh, make uh, uh, yeah, you motivated one day perhaps to join even audit um, because uh, this is really an exciting uh, function here. Um, we have uh, young talents here, uh, a great pool of young talents. We are uh, very much focusing on uh, digital solutions. So we may have some touch points on that point. We are looking on analytics um, and we have a lot of great insights into the company. Um, so much more than you can imagine. So we, we are very free to look into all details. And um, I think we we are also um, um, since yeah, some years um, also changing the approaches of auditing um, more to a collaborative approach. We have uh, a very good discussion with auditees. For sure, we need to do trusted assessments, 
But uh, in that sense, I have uh, the great opportunity to see and get in touch with a lot of people, different cultures at Bayer. So that's the exciting thing, uh, working with young talents, um, working with different cultures, um, digital, agile way of working. You mentioned analytics, and I never would have thought about analytics and audit. And as a matter of fact, the role that I worked in previously to this was all about manufacturing data and analytics for product supply. So we did a yeah. lot of analytics. Um, there's a lot of different models that we built within the field space, um, trying to predict yield, trying to predict growth cycles, et cetera. And so, you know, taking that same mindset, that decision science and applying it to audit would be extremely exciting. So I would love to learn more about what would that look like in audit? Because so many people don't think of audit in that way. I think we have a lot of uh, people in AdBuyer uh, in this field of uh, working digital, uh, working in analytical um, functions. But we at, at Audit, we have um, a specific uh, department called Audit and Analytics, and they are um, doing um, yeah, great analysis, mass data analysis. We, we use uh, different systems to have um, yeah, very good insights, which we can use for, for our focused audits, risk perspectives. And uh, uh, for sure, we also support the business when we um, invent certain tools. And we right. provide them to the business. But tell me a little bit uh, about your current, um, yeah, career, career perspectives. And I think this talk is also a little bit uh, about uh, looking at uh, what buyer can provide as, as a great company. So, what would be your uh, current, um, yeah, plans for for the next uh, years to come? Oh, that is the excellent. What do you want to be when you grow up? Question. <laughs> That's how I always attach myself to that. Um, so the the current role that I'm in as an IT digital lead is is kind of a, a, a wide variety of responsibility. Um, you have the opportunity to be strategic and start making plans about how is the digital transformation going to happen, you know, with, within manufacturing, within the lab space, et cetera. Or there may be an opportunity where you have to turn around and, and kind of be an escalation point um, when, let's say, a tool is breaking and you're not getting, you know, the responses that you need. And, and so you, you kind of have a foot on the business side and you have a foot on the IT side and, and you're supposed to kind of be that glue. And it's a very different type of role, but I... I would say I thrive in this type of role because I really enjoy having a foot in both. Um, and, and I would say that a lot of the business analyst uh, roles that I've done in the past and or product management roles I've done in the past and especially the business architect roles I've done in the past, um, all of those skill sets that I've done have kind of gotten me to where I am today. Um, but I am looking into like what is my next goal what's my next career and and i would really love to be able to to you know maybe lead a team either within the um strategic user design space user experience space um human design space i i, I find passion there but then i also see the opportunity of potentially working within like some sort of a strategy governance role where I would be leading a team of either business architects and or uh, potentially 
maybe a, a, some analysts that could work with within our IT teams or even within our business teams. I would see whatever that type of role is, that's what I would be great at. What about yourself? What are you looking for? Uh, I first of all, I must say I'm I'm I'm, I'm very satisfied with my my current uh, position. A real great job um, because I love to work with uh, uh, different uh, nations, with different people, with uh, uh, different cultural aspects. Um, then this cool digital things which we are experimenting every day um, makes me very excited. And then also being close to the business. As I uh, uh, mentioned, I'm, I'm looking for pharma and consumer health business. I would love to, to keep on my journey, um, uh, being close to the business, um, seeing Bear as one. So um, being also a little bit flexible with the next move, um, similar to you, because um, I, I don't want to be fixed on one position. I want to be open uh, for offers which um, are in the same area so um, may it be analytical things um, may it be in finance um, um, cfo functions um, so there's a lot of great opportunities but it may be also closer to the business yeah so here you know we are well prepared we are um, having our skill set and uh, important is the development dialogue with, with the supervisor and i just uh, Yesterday I had a good dialogue, therefore I'm also very motivated um, uh, and I can recommend you also to have a good uh, development dialogue with your supervisor um, as it is uh, one of the instruments we use here. Yes, that is something that I will say is new to me is the, the Bayer way. So there are some differences that I'm noticing in, in how development is discussed. Um, mm -hmm. so, so I'm, I feel like I'm relearning this all over again. Um, so I'm, I appreciate, the, you know, the life values that, that we talk about yeah. and, and that being our core conversation piece. And right now with, with my lead, uh, we're just starting, um, the, the, what are your strengths and then what are your development opportunities? And yeah. so there's definitely some areas, um, that I think for me, in order for me to reach that next level, um, whether that be a team lead or, or director level, you know, there's probably pieces of finance that I need to learn that I haven't mm -hmm. had the opportunity to do yet. Um, there's probably specific conflict management that I need to be aware of that, um, you know, maybe in my current roles or my past roles, I haven't had to work through pieces of that. So there are uh, quite a bit of conversations that are going to happen with me and my direct lead. Uh, yeah probably over the next couple of months in order for me to prepare for the, what do I want to do when I grow up? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I think, uh, uh, important first to, to have this good discussion with the supervisor, to have an open and honest um, discussion of where you want to go. Mm -hmm. And, um, my experience is also, um, most of the job assignments you get, they are developing you in, in a certain way. And, um, here I can recommend you also to look for example, for, um, a short-term assignment or um, for kind of job shadowing there's also some flexibility which brings you yeah or gives you at least some insights on on opportunities you may take in in, in the future assignments yeah and um, yeah here for example we um, at, at internal audit and risk management so it's the name of our department we are um, providing uh, opportunities for guest auditors for example yeah oh. so we're giving some people the 
um, possibility to, to join for an audit six weeks, um, getting insights on audits, uh, on our whole process, and then yeah, having yeah, perhaps the idea to join at one day or to at least take some, some uh, experience out for, for their own career path. And uh, so it's, it's a very flexible tool yeah, you can use um, beside short-term assignments, long-term assignments, and so on. That's really interesting. I think that's a fantastic way to introduce people into audit. I, I would say for, for my personal view of audit, I feel that it's beyond my reach, even if I was interested <laughs> in it, because I've never done it before. So if it's something that I am, am interested in doing, how would I get into that? And having a guest audit option sounds amazing for kind of that trial run. You kind of get to see what it's, what it's in. Like, is this really for me? Is this not for me? Yeah, right. I think that's fantastic that you guys are doing that. Um, and the short-term assignment piece of that, I I have considered it. Um, I still have some family obligations here, uh, so I kind of feel like I still need to stick around. But I have talked a little bit about that with my current boss, like maybe in a few years, a short-term assignment opportunity within Germany. But I am looking forward. Like, I really want the opportunity to travel, uh, you know, across the continents and, and get to know and understand the culture more. So, you know, a lot of those, I would say a lot of the positions that provide that opportunity for travel, uh, that's kind of what I'm looking for so that I can broaden my horizon, broaden my experience. And I feel like that may be the next step up for me in order to gain the experience that I need for maybe some of the roles that I'm looking for. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. And um, I think in, in our days, um, there's a lot of possibility also virtually. Yeah? We have also short-term assignments, even guest audits, um, purely um, focused on, on a virtual assignment. So that's all possible. For sure, the best is also to connect personally to people because we have uh, a great team spirit here and to see the people in person, uh, uh, yeah, to, to join uh, into an evening dinner or something, that, that is also connecting very well. So I, I would love to, to know, Rolf, um, some of the highlights in your career. You know, uh, what do you feel really amplified um, how you felt about where you are in your career, but also maybe kind of kickstarted maybe another branch of your career? Yeah, thanks for the question. Um, so, you know, career is is always a way. Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's a, it's a journey. Uh, and I still, uh, I'm still on this journey, and I'm very excited to be on this journey. But uh, for sure, there were uh, real great experiences I had uh, in 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 the yeah past uh, past 20 years, I must say. <laughs> um, I, I started um, uh, as an auditor, uh, external auditor at PricewaterhouseCoopers, uh, with a strong tax background, so um, uh, tax consultant, um, and then I joined uh, Bayer in 2006 in the tax department. Uh, and now I'm here um, after this um, uh, period of uh, several locations in between uh, in audit. And I can tell you that was always a very exciting journey. Um, the first four years were really exciting because um, we had a big M&A um, um, transaction, which uh, um, I was involved. Um, so we acquired sharing at this time, a pharma, German pharma company. Uh, so very exciting times, a great uh, department with really nice people. I, I love to, every morning I went to work, I was really glad and, and uh, having such a great company. 
And then came times where I moved to more to the business, um, uh, where I still was located in Germany, um, responsible for um, yeah intercompany transactions um, and and uh, here um, yeah for transfer pricing and and controlling tasks. Uh, also very exciting, uh, a little bit more tough. Uh, first time with a team responsibility, um, um, leading a global team. So. Yeah, a new experience, um, lessons learned also sometimes. Um, yeah, good and uh, sometimes difficult experiences that made me also in this like uh, next step of um, taking things a little bit more on a managerial level. And then I had the chance to to move um, yeah to to South Korea, and I was there uh, for nearly six years, and that was for sure one of the most impressive uh, experience in my life. Yeah, so uh, first being responsible for um, a platform function for the business um, that, call, that was called central administration um, uh, with different really business related tasks like um, um, commercial excellence, market research tasks, um, distributor management, logistics, finance, uh, really great uh, topics. And then over the time there was uh, further development of, of those functions and um, uh, it was combined with the CFO com, uh, function, so um, I was leading a pretty large team, very uh, different culture to the German culture, but I really got connected to those people. I'm still very close to them um, and I'm happy to get their greetings every time. So Koreans can be very personal, very social. Uh, I really loved uh, to, to live there. So that was one of the, the great experiences, also for my family. Uh, who uh, was was with me in in uh, with my little boys growing up there, going to school in oh. Seoul. So I can tell you, it's it's it was one of the uh, biggest uh, excitements I ever had. And then moving back to Germany and um, having a kind of reverse cultural shock. Yeah, so <laughs> Germany is different, and uh, now getting in touch uh, again with uh, the German culture and. Uh, uh, with a new team, with um, uh, young people, very young people, auditors are passionate, um, uh, Generation Z, um, um, but also senior auditors, so a, a large var variety of, of people and also very exciting and um, to get in touch with the people to understand their um, motivations, um, yeah, and still excites me. So I'm, I'm pretty happy to be here to have this kind of different perspectives uh, which uh, buyer offered to me. How did your family adjust when you moved? To Korea or back? <laughs> oh, that's a, okay. A dual question. <laughs> two, two sides, right? Because there's always a, a, a crying eye. Yeah? So, um, um, and I think um, uh, coming to Korea, that was at the beginning only a tough call. Uh -huh. um, different culture. We had a baby with us, um, getting the right uh, food, uh, all these kind of challenges. Nice. But we overcame very, very quickly after four or five months. Uh, nice. And then it was fantastic. We had a great uh, uh, environment with uh, nice people, colleagues, uh, but also new friends. Uh, and then coming back, yeah, that's also a challenge. Yeah, So you are used to have this uh, very exciting life. Uh, traveling a lot, seeing other cultures, then moving back to Germany, um, meeting the old friends, uh, family. So also, yeah, amazing, nice, 
but you leave also something behind you yeah so that was also a challenge um, but yeah makes the life very exciting that's a beautiful story i love hearing the opportunities where people are able to go to another country you know based on their careers stay for a little bit and and then you know come back like i i i feel like that is something that i i know that i would love to do um you know given the right time um just i i think it it really opens your eyes to 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 not only culture but just humanity in general because at the yeah. end of the day doesn't matter what company you're working for you just you know you want to have that human connection and so um and everybody does human connection differently and so yeah. something that i love about bayer in terms of there's so many ways to have that human connection it could be your everyday job here and you, you could have somebody visiting here for a week from another country and you may have this awkward moment at yeah. the beginning like nice to meet you but by the end of the week you're giving each other hugs and and, and how's your wife and how's your kid and you become friends yeah and it's one family as you said yeah you go abroad but you meet uh, people from buyer there and then you feel like um, yeah i'm i'm kind of still i'm i'm kind of home so uh, and that is uh, exciting uh, for me and was by the way one of the reasons why i wanted to join um, uh, a company like buyer when uh, i was uh, in the consulting field um, I said, okay, I, I want to have connections to a lot of different people um, uh, and uh, also to have the opportunity to go abroad for a while. And it, yeah, it uh, turned out to be truth. Yeah, so now um, I would say uh, I only recommend to do the same. Uh, just uh, try to, to connect to all people around the world and try to travel if, if possible. Um, and um, yeah, and uh, connect to people from different cultures. Yeah, so that's uh, that's a great opportunity you get at Bayer. Well, Karen, uh, it's time for a half halftime break, um, but I have an exciting question for you, um, and it's, it's going in your direction uh, um, for for being digital. Um, what role do you think digital transformation will play in shaping the future of work? And how can buyer leverage digital tools and technologies to drive innovation and maintain a competitive advantage? Complex uh, question, I must say, for a half-time break, right? <laughs> it is a complex question. Um, but but I do feel like it's an area that I've lived in for a while, so it doesn't you know, scare me off too much. Um, I think one of the things that we have to be ready for is is always analyze what what is what is trending right so currently artificial intelligence is trending you know and so how how do we how do we break into that and how do we do it ethically i think that itself is another big question i think up to now what we have been doing and we've been succeeding is leveraging our our analytical teams our decision science teams to to push the envelope in terms of predictability um, and forecasting and providing that as a service to our consumers not everybody can do that um, as a digital tool so not only can we do that within our own operations but be able to do that on the consumer side and if we tap in to the artificial intelligence in an appropriate manner i think we could we could maintain that edge that maybe some other places cannot so that's my answer, but I would love to hear your answer from an IT audit side and what you've been doing, oh, or an audit side, excuse me, I said IT. Uh, yeah, IT audit is also um, one part of uh, our department. So um, 
No, it's it's uh, it's uh, uh, touching the right uh, point. I think um, digital is also kind of mindset. Um, first, you need to have the right mindset. Yeah, so right. being open to experiment, um, not to do uh, things all the time the same, but really to question things uh, to do it differently. Um, so that's the first starting point, and um, in particular, for sure, with the younger generation. Uh, you find a lot of people being very agile, very flexible, uh, and that's what I like. Yeah. So also challenging me in my sometimes well-set patterns. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, digital is is a broad range of things. Yeah. So is it analytical? Is this using apps? Is everything? Yeah. Um, and and here we need to be experimental. We need to also take risks. Um, that's also a mindset questions. Yeah. So are we allowing making mistakes, um, experimenting? And I think here we are improving step by step. We are still on a journey, um, but we need to empower people to experiment, to use new things, to to do things in a different way. And I think that is my uh, point on, on being digital, being flexible and leveraging uh, new cool things like ChatGPT, we use it currently for at least a pulse check when we write um, risk statements. Yeah, so getting an indication, and you're sometimes really um, amazed about what what this uh, tool can uh, provide as as answers. For sure, you need to have a critical view on it. Um, uh, but nevertheless, uh, experimenting is is all about this, and also using data analytics. Um, looking at mass data um, uh, and, and trying to find out certain patterns uh, is fascinating. And uh, here, yeah, um, I think uh, um, learning about uh, what um, leverage and uh, benefits you can have out of digital tools is, is, uh, is something very exciting for me. I'm wondering though, like when, when, you're, when you're talking about um, audit in the in the current uh, role that you're playing in, in some of these digital transformation tools what yeah. I would love to understand is where is where is like your kind of your digital strategic roadmap happening now compared to say even three or five years ago let's say let's say pre-covid as an example so mm -hmm. how how much has that changed even within the audit world to to advance into better digital transformation? Yeah, um, thanks for this question. Um, I think uh, COVID had a, had a huge impact on on kind of urgency. Yeah, overnight we were forced to stop our audits, which were usually done uh, on site. That means audit mean, meant at that times travel to I would say 80, 90 percent. So you had at least as an uh, auditor seven travels per year to different locations. Okay. And then suddenly we couldn't travel. So we were forced uh, to use uh, different uh, ways of auditing uh, because we didn't want to stop. And we still were very successful um, conducting a huge part of our audits because we were, yeah, in a yeah, very quick time able to switch to Teams conferences on the one hand side, but also to use more of the analytics which we have to to get more insights and to use this more intensively because we didn't have any other chance yeah right. so and uh, that led and after covid or if we can say this after covid but uh, after the relief of the restrictions i would say 
um, we uh, we learned that uh, we can do audits in a different way. And uh, now we are doing hybrid audits. We travel uh, even not 50% uh, of what we had before. So we do a lot of um, audits still virtually. So that's uh, one of the, the topics where I say it's not always needed to to say I need to travel as an auditor. There is uh, more flexibility now. And also, um, yeah, to be pushed to develop uh, new tools. And we are for sure having on the analytical sides develop um, uh, a lot of new things, but also on, I would say, visualization of, of uh, um, yeah, patterns um, like using Power BI Tableau to visualize uh, certain uh, connections also during the audit. And, and that was heavily used during this time. People were really eager also to learn those things. They had the time also at home. And uh, yeah, after this time, we were even stronger. So uh, a crisis can have also some benefits, I would say. <laughs> I think so. That, that, that does um, sound really interesting. To It really changed even your own culture, your team culture, and how you yeah. worked. I think it happened to everybody. Let's be honest. It happened to everybody. But yeah. it, I, I don't know enough about the audit world to know, like, how much did that change? And now you're able to actually technically probably save the company money by not doing all the traveling that you used mm -hmm. to do, the traditional audit way. So I think that's yeah. fantastic. What motivates you on, on your daily job when, when you go to, to work? That's uh, I would be interesting. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, and I'll have to ask you back on that one too. Um, so what really motivates me? I think, honestly, I just enjoy working with people. I know that's pretty generic, but yeah, yeah. Um, I really get a lot out of collaborating with people and um, driving like, okay, this is a problem and let's Let's figure it out. Let's fix it. Let's let's figure out a way to fix it. Um, but I also am. Uh, I would say that I am not traditional in in many ways. Where I I try to put some fun in there and take some of the formality out. You know, I try to joke around with people. I want it to be fun. I want it to be enjoying. Um, so uh, one of the things that I like to do, <laughs> I like to create memes and put them in the chat and make people laugh depending on what's going on. And um, it kind of breaks up the monotony of the meeting sometimes. And, uh, but, but I enjoy that. I enjoy that connection with people. And so for me, that's yeah. what motivates me. Yeah. About oh, you? I, you're, you're, yeah, you're just speaking out of my heart. Yeah. So um, uh, laughing is so much uh, uh, relaxing and, uh, um, yeah, and we should not forget that uh, we need to have uh, fun and uh, that uh, with a fun culture, you can achieve even more. Um, no, that's the uh, same uh, for, for me. I, uh, what I or what really motivates is, is a different, um, I would say one, two, three topics. Yeah. So uh, first, um, as you say, it's um, it's people and um, for sure my little mi micro environment, the department itself, I have very nice colleagues, um, peers, uh, team members, um, uh, yeah, all all other people around me. So uh, which who I know since a while and and uh, really became friends. So that's motivating to go to work, to meet those people, to have also a chat um, by a coffee or so. 
So that's the one thing. Uh, the other thing is for sure also that we get a lot of possibility to create something new. And, and here we are having a lot of possibilities and empowerment to create new ways of working. Uh, we are currently moving into this new normal office concept. We are uh, creating um, uh, new processes, how to go with, uh, with audit um, uh, fields and, and uh, considering new aspects, very open. We engage uh, and empower uh, team members and say, hey, try to experiment and come with a solution and idea. Um, and give them uh, uh, freedom to 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 yeah sit together and and to to be engaged yeah and that that is motivating to see also then great results really sometimes eye opening for me um, so that is also motivating and then for sure what I really like is and what motivates is is this professionalism and and uh, this huge different cultures which all connect together. Um, and, and, and that is also fascinating, yeah, I, I must say, and, and that's the reason why I, uh, I, yeah, I love to be here. That's awesome. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay, Rob, so given everything that we have talked about, it'd be really interesting to know and understand in, in your world of audits, um, what are the top three skill sets that you need for your area of expertise? And we can start with number three and move up to number one. All right. Okay. Thanks for this question. Number three. I would say very important is um, team player. So you need to be a team player. You're working in teams um, uh, with different people, different cultures. So you need to be very open uh, for different people to be connective um, and uh, to enjoy working with other people. Awesome. I think for my role as a digital lead uh, business partner, I think I would say my number three would be navigation um, because, okay. uh, yeah. So you have to be able to know and understand how to navigate across the different organizations and, and who has what skill set and where that needs to come into a particular problem. So there was a colleague of mine that, you, that said that um, you're basically an air traffic controller. And so that's really stuck with, stuck with me. Okay. And uh, so I, I, I like to use that whenever I kind of have a moment of like, what am I doing? Navigation. I'm doing navigation. I'm navigating it with all the people. So it's, a, it's an interesting skill set that I never thought I'd have to learn. Okay. Yeah. So what's your number two? <laughs> um, yeah, my number two, um, I would say, and, and that is what we discussed already, is, is this digital mindset um, for sure connected with analytical skills. Yeah, So we look um, young talents, uh, new joiners, um, all uh, who are joining uh, from different functions or from even external, we, we look at their mindset of using things in a digital way, in an analytical way. Uh, that is for sure very important because we need to go into depth, into details to find um, deviations from expected um, um, yeah, um, policies or, or uh, ideal si um, situations. So here you need to be very clear and sharp in, in your recommendations and your observations. How about your number two? Well, my number two, at least for me, I feel like with my role as a digital lead business partner, I need to know and understand the big picture. So what is the overarching strategy and what does that big picture um, 
look like in the end because you, you can't complete the big picture in a day, but you can take segments of that picture and, and essentially build out the puzzle over time. So I think most of the digital leads and business partners that, that I have been working with, you know, they're, they're looking ahead, they're looking forward um, in addition to understanding current state. So it's, it's, it's taking that balance, bridging that balance. All right, interesting. What about your number one? What's the big What's the big one? The big one, the big one. Um, let me think. Um, listening skills, I would say. So also going in the leadership topic, um, um, the 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 skill set is not like we um, do a kind of power play and uh, use borrowed authority. Mm-hmm. Um, we are. Um, we are really looking on, on people who are um, able to ask questions in a very kind and smart way to understand what is the situation about, to give people uh, freedom, to be fair, um, to be under colleagues. And, and that is, yeah, that is a um, great uh, um, skill set, which you can use also for other functions and in your career. So I think all is about, I would say, active listening. Yeah. That's important. That's awesome. I, and now I'm very curious about your number one. <laughs> my number one. So I think listening is important, but what I have noticed the most with my myself as well as, as my, my peers and my colleagues is, and this seems generic, but um, we lead with a purpose, right? So we are, we are there in the room um, to kind of make sure that everyone is kind of going in the right path making sure that they're following the big picture. And if if we're getting off course, this goes back to the navigation, like are we going in, in the right direction? Do we have the right people? Um, and having those connections. So so Rolf, you, you mentioned previously, you know, how today you're working with, you know, a new generation of younger folks that are coming in and bringing in new ideas. So if someone was looking to join Bayer today, you know, whether they're brand new in their career, maybe they're mid-career, but they've never worked for Bayer before. What some what are some of the advices that you can give? What do you think they should they should start with within Bayer to to join us? Yeah, um, thanks for this question. I think uh, as as I currently have uh, quite a few people who joined external from external and also internal, uh, different ages, uh, young professional, experienced professionals. Um, I see excited faces. That's that's good. That's that's a good feeling I have. Um, and why? Um, because um, uh, first they they have a good comparison with external. So now they see internal buyer, and uh, pretty many are really saying, "Wow, great! What you uh, can offer here um, as career possibilities, um, like being at audit for three, five years maximum, and then moving to another function. That's really exciting." And that's really honest, a good commitment um, we see. Uh, we have good examples. And then also being excited um, to have this um, great tool set. Yeah, So we have uh, uh, great tools, analytical tools, uh, playing uh, with data, being empowered already as a young professional as an, in an entry per, um, position, but for sure also even more on, on a more senior position. And then what they also enjoy is we have a certain culture at Bayer, and this culture is is very friendly. That is what the people like. It's it's not like uh, 
blaming on each other. We have, we are clear, we are smart on our topics, but it's always with a smile and and um, and therefore uh, I have at least currently the feeling that the new jo joiners really enjoy being at Bayer, and for sure they also fully align with our mission statement. They like uh, that's one of the reasons why they applied at Bayer. Um, so I think they they like this. Uh, uh, combination of um, health uh, um, sector and also the the whole crop science crop protection field um, and and that's the reason why they joined yeah so they have also um, a clear understanding on purpose and and uh, that is making them very motivated how about you what's your perspective on on this um, you joined Bayer not long ago yes I did well and I would say I'm probably a little biased right because yeah. I was pre-Monsanto, but, you know, now that, that Bayer has, you know, the crop science side of the house, so you have the crop science side of the house, you have the pharma side, and you have the consumer health side. So I, I feel like this company just has a breadth of opportunity, not only just in roles, but in divisions and, and, and function and specific, you know, areas uh, of focus. Uh, there's so many different roles that this particular company can offer. And one of the things that I thought is really neat that I didn't even know existed was, I think it's called a rotation program. I'm probably not yes. saying it correctly. Um, mm. But the rotation program allows, like, say, a younger professional to come in and, and they move from team to team to team. And they kind of figure out, like, well, I really like what I did over here whether you're a new person or maybe someone that's been around for a while, like the short-term assignments, you're talking about the six-week guest audit, like they want people to try things. They want people to move around. They want to keep that because honestly, if, 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 if you're like me, I like to do something different every once in a while. I want to do something. Yeah. I, I get comfortable in my role and I want to move. I want to yeah. try something different, and I feel like Bayer has that opportunity. So maybe someday I'll not want to be in crop science anymore. Maybe I want to do consumer health. I may have that opportunity, and I just have to let my lead or my team know, like, I want to go work over here. How do I get over there? And I start making those connections. If you look at, at uh, my uh, past experience, there were so many different aspects. And, uh, uh, yeah, I built up a network, which is really great. And in all three divisions in the enabling functions and so that that is something you can really rely on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's let's have a further talk on on our or at our coffee chat. I'm really looking forward to it. Yes, I am too. So I will definitely set that up. Um, I I I now have a new appreciation for audit that I never thought I would. Thanks. <laughs> Congratulations to you, Rolf. You did a really good job of selling a particular department. <laughs> Um, so I will definitely set up that, that meeting and I would love to learn more and, and have a little bit more of a kind of a one-on-one -on -one with you. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah, it was, it was really great talking to you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, you have a wonderful day. Um, so yeah, it's going into the evening now, but, uh, you just started. So enjoy the rest of the day. <laughs> have a wonderful evening. We will talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.